informative, thought-provoking, factually correct. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to This Podcast is None of Those Things, starring Brian and Elliot. Coming to you from the Dirty Dina studio in Pasadena, Texas, here we go. Welcome back, everybody, to this podcast is None of Those Things. Brian here with Elliot in the Dirty Dina studio. What's up, buddy? Hey, how you doing, man? So, this episode, we're going to take a topic that kind of popped into my head the other day, and I called you about it. What? In that James Bond, winner of our movie night bracket last year. Yes. Go back and check that out. Was an absolute garbage secret agent. Not because he didn't get results, but because he wasn't good at the secret part. All the supervillains knew who he was. Everybody knew who James Bond was and that he was an MI6 agent. Right. He was not, he did not blend in. Mm -hmm. He wore fancy clothes, drove flashy cars. Mm Blew shit up wherever he went. Like, everybody knew who James Bond was. Uh He was absolutely terrible on the secret part of Uh being a secret agent. Uh (laughs) That's true. That is really true. Like, I I still don't... Like, he could never blend in anyway. Uh And I think it worked for the movies. Uh Because the movies were made to make it work. Right. <laughs> they were. But you know, like I said, everybody knew him. Right. Everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't be famous and be a secret agent unless you're like Coco Chanel back in World War Two and a, like, secret spy. Right. But again, secret. Mm-hmm. So, I, I want to know who was better who was a better movie secret agent than James Bond? Do you have any ideas? Because I have a whole list, and we can debate the whole list. Oh, Lord. Who was actually a better secret agent? Um, you know what? Superman. Clark Kent. <laughs> <laughs> So, the fact that he could walk around in a suit and tie and have just glasses and no one could ever draw a connection between him and Superman, that makes him the best secret agent of all time. Oh, my Where's God. Where's the lie? Listen, I... I mean, he literally flies around in, like, a bodysuit and red underwear, and you folks still can't remember that that dude is Clark Kent. Like he puts some glasses and a tie on, and he's like, "Oh, where's Superman?" Like because if you take because if you take off your glasses, I still know that you're you. <laughs> it was so silly. They did it with Supergirl too. Yeah, like yeah. And where are they hiding the capes under their clothes? But like how? Yeah, I don't know. I don't like, know how does Superman not look like a linebacker? I mean, because he's he is a built. I mean, he's already a linebacker, but it would look odd, like the cape like bunched up, like because mm. 
Like, where do you tuck the cape in? Do you tuck the cape in the whole way down your pants? Or do you fold it and it just unfurls when you take the shirt off? Like, and I'm waiting to see one of these modern ones, like, mm-hmm. talk about something like that. You know how, like, with Iron Man, they, they like, all these iterations of the suit. Like, mm-hmm. he he went from this suit he had to put on before he went out to a suit he could put in a suitcase to a nanobot suit on the back. There was a there, don't don't forget the the um the backpack, the the backpack. He had the version of the suit that all he had to do was like press a button and it would fly to him from mm-hmm. wherever. Right. Like they they've gone through so many iterations to make this suit less um cumbersome cumbersome, but still he still had to put on the suit. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering if, like, they're going to, like, have a way to explain how there's a cape. Mm-hmm. Like, where, where's the cape? And, oh, yeah, it just comes out. <laughs> so let's face it, because Batman has to go somewhere else and change into his outfit. Right. Batman was... goes out as Batman. Right. And if he does, if he's, if he's Bruce Wayne walking in and around inside of a gala and something and, and, and stuff gets real. He's going to run back to the back And then changes and there you go. So we, we, we end up on superheroes, although that was a very good choice. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't really have anybody else really. Like Okay, okay. So uh we'll stay in the superhero realm. Uh-huh. And I have three from the Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. Two of them I think are terrible secret agents. One of them I think is excellent. Mm-hmm. Black Widow. Uh-huh. Terrible secret agent. Everybody knows who she is. Uh-huh. Like, even when they introduced her as Black Widow in the movies, mm-hmm. and she takes that call from Fury mm-hmm. in her earpiece while she's being tied up, mm-hmm. like, they know she's Black Widow. Right. Like, how how does she infiltrate anything? Right. Which brings us to Nick Fury, director right. of S.H.I.E.L.D. Right. Everybody knows who he is. Right. The thing he's got going for him. Everybody else is playing checkers. Nick Fury's playing chess. Uh-huh. But I would maintain that the best secret agent in Marvel mm-hmm. is Phil Coulson. I'd agree. He's soft-spoken. He's not bold. He's unassuming. He's un- exactly. He can blend in anywhere. Mm-hmm. He, he looks can... like he looks like an accounting clerk. Fact. And I say this is the wrong being an accounting clerk. I'm just saying that they don't stick out. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole idea, right? Mm-hmm. And here's another one for you, Michael Knight. He, but he, you know, he did manage to fool people, though. He did, and like, like it was a talking car, right? But was he, was he better at being a secret agent? He really was. He was more a rights the wrongs type of guy, right? Like that was the premise of the show. It wasn't really a national security thing, right? But he still had to do like all the spycraft type of stuff, right? With a talking car. Right. But the thing is, is that the, the car, but here's the thing, though. He gets, he gets away with it because the car is not a transformer. It's just a computer car. It's car. I just finished my beer. <laughs> you can't do that after I finish my beer. Just saying, though. So that's why he could get away with it. He didn't. It's not like he had to worry about He could just park the car inside a parking lot and then just walk around. And then, like, Apple Watch it, which, yeah. by the way... How forward thinking was was that? Knight Rider? Exactly. They had the Apple Watch well before Apple did. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so next up on my potential list, Ethan Hunt 
from the Mission Impossible franchise. Okay. I think he did pretty good, but he also cheated because he had all the masks. Right. Now, I will say this. To go along with it. Okay, I got somebody to throw in. Well, wait, get through Ethan Hunt, then throw one in. Because I don't like Tom Cruise. <laughs> uh, like, you know. <sighs> I think we can maintain he's a better secret agent than James Bond, though. I don't know about that. He's a, He's a more athletic secret agent than James Bond. Like, but as far as, like, folks still kind of... Like, he was cheating. He had those masks. Right. Yeah. He he actually gave more... Okay, I can give it to the, he, to the craft of being a secret agent, hiding your identity. That's what I'm talking he about did. here. Now, I will say this then. More important, the one that I would submit that would give them both a run for their money, Bourne. So, Jason Bourne is on the list, and I think that Jason Bourne may be number one. Uh-huh. Which is why I hadn't broken him out yet. Right. Because Jason Bourne doesn't even know who he is. Right. <laughs> that is true. There is never in any of the Bourne movies or the book, mm -hmm. he never does anything flashy. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, he, you know, the, your action sequences end up mm -hmm. being flashy, but he's not looking to make himself known. Right. He is very much good at hiding. Mm -hmm. And like I said, it helps that he doesn't even know who he is. Right. And in the movies and the books, like, He's being chased not by the bad guys, but by his own government. Okay. Here's another one that now my mind has gotten running. The Equalizer. The Equalizer. Now, is the Equalizer a secret agent or a cop? And that's where it's... There was a couple okay. I didn't put in here because okay. of that. Denzel Washington's version, which was in the movies, was more of a secret agent. Okay. Because okay. the one that is under the TV series, he seemed like he was a... Now is Queen Latifah, so he and she seem like a glorified private investigator. But Denzel Washington's character, but the equalizer for the movies, that's the one I'm going with as like because he literally was walking around. He was working in Lowe's, walking around everybody. Uh -huh. And folk didn't know who was, and at the end of the movie, the guy is saying, Who are you? <laughs> and like and they and, and this one they take it on the Russian mafia, the whole the, getting all the way in at the end of the movie, getting all the way into Mother Russia to get to the <laughs> ultimate big bad. And it was so like got fooled all of the security guards to get to the dude's bathroom while he's taking a shower, and then electrocutes the man, walks out like there was he would disappears like he was never there. Well, and that 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 makes a strong case because he went to Russia mm -hmm. and infiltrated. Mm -hmm. Because how is a black guy not going to stick out like a sore thumb in Russia? Right. And then when this, and when he does a sequel, he doubles down on it and he does wear a mask and stuff like that to get a kid from a kidnapper on the Orient Express while it's moving. Like takes out all of the bad guys and the big bad, dressed as somebody. Like and 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 walks out with the kid, and I said, like, again, like he, he, he could he could be a cab driver. He was a cab driver. Uh, he was like you know a bookstore owner. He was like you name it. He was everywhere, anything, and you didn't know. At least if you were the criminal, you didn't know. Even when he was going after the person to avenge 
the, avenged the death of his friend, they didn't even know that he that he was after them when he was there. By the time they found out, they were dead. <laughs> I was like, like, like that was cold blooded. So by that same token, we could also offer up John Wick. Yeah, although he is not. He's an assassin. He's yeah. not a secret agent. No, he's like Deadpool. He is, like, he's essentially, like, he's the hero of that franchise. Mm -hmm. But let's be real. John Wick is a criminal. Mm -hmm. Like, he is a murderer for hire. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like I said, he's, he is dead. He's Deadpool without being baked in a uh, container and fried. Having <laughs> been forced to wear a mask. You know, um, so the Saint Simon Templar, the TV series or the movie, the TV series and the movie. Okay, I want to say it was Val Kilmer the Saint in the movie. Yeah. So funny thing about the Saint mm -hmm. on TV, he was played by one Roger Moore, mm -hmm. also known as the second, third James Bond. Was well, that's right? Because there was that dude that was that only lasted. Yes. <sighs> The the, the 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 mess up James Bond. We all know we dare not say his name. Let's keep going. <laughs> so now my thing is this Roger Moore didn't play James Bond all that well. He played Roger Moore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how did he do as the saint, like who was like who was a master of disguise, mm -hmm. who was a blend in anywhere guy? And that was before my time. And the thing is, when it comes to Roger Moore as even James Bond, he benefits. Time is friendly with him being James Bond because of everything else that he did. Because he did have a long career. Just mm -hmm. everything else that he did wasn't as epic on the level that James Bond was. So all the rest of us ever saw was him being James Bond. We find out from mom and dad and these other, now that there's so there's like 3,000 TV channels, that oh, he was the saint. All right. So I was like, let's see how he was doing everything else. So folk that I had grown up watching him a lot could say he was Roger Moore playing James Bond. But if you didn't know him doing anything else, you just assumed he was acting as James Bond, and that was it. But it's like Sean Connery playing James Bond. No, I know that he was acting as James Bond because there were literally other things that I had seen him do. That's perfect because... We'll go to Sean Connery next. This mm -hmm. other character, one John Mason. Do you remember what John Mason is from? The Rock. The Rock, mm -hmm. exactly. Mm -hmm. John Mason, complete ghost. Right. Until he, I forget how he ended up in Alcatraz. Right. Like, he got arrested, thrown in maximum security, didn't give away that he was a secret agent even then. Mm -hmm. They eventually find out that he was like MI6. Mm -hmm. But... He still won't give enough away to get himself out of custody. Mm -hmm. So, ultimate in like ghost technology, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And then I've got two more. Mm -hmm. First off, I've got one Austin Powers. Sorry, he's 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 just as bad as um. I would dare say him. Austin Powers is worse. Because uh, everybody the knows secret part of being a secret. Agent. Everybody knows who he is and what he's come to do. He does dance numbers. He does celebrity appearances, and he has plenty of bubble gum, and he's kicking ass. 
<laughs> With that judo chop. Yeah. I I just had to throw Austin Powers in there. I think, yeah, obviously, definitely somehow worse than James Bond at the secret part of being a secret agent. Right. But entertaining is all hell. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, boy. So my last two candidates, I had three left. Jack Ryan. I can see that. You could make an excellent argument for Jack Ryan. Now, I got one after that. Okay. So, Jack Ryan has been portrayed a couple different ways. Mm -hmm. The original iteration in the books, and is more true to the first couple movies. Red October. Is very much the Jack Ryan gets thrust into the life of a, a secret agent. Mm -hmm. In Chronologically, Patriot Games was first. Mm -hmm. Even though in the movies and the books it was second. Mm -hmm. Chronologically, it was Patriot Games first, where he was a professor mm -hmm. on vacation, mm -hmm. breaks up an IRA attack, mm -hmm. which leads to everything else that happens, which leads to him getting being offered a job with the CIA. Mm -hmm. But still, the job he's offered is an analyst position. Mm -hmm. So, Hunt for Red October, mm -hmm. he's an analyst. Mm -hmm. He's not a a field agent, nope. as he likes to remind people throughout the movie. Right. And it continues the analyst thing with, for some of all fears. Yes. He was still an analyst. Yes. He kept getting pressed into field service. Mm -hmm. Because of his particular expertise, mm -hmm. but I mean, in the in the books, he ends up as president. Mm -hmm. Like he climbs through the ranks of the CIA and then ends up president, mm -hmm. and still goes and does some secret agent shit as president. Yep, Air Force One. <laughs> no, he that was not a Jack Ryan movie. Yeah, well, it was Harrison Ford, but he was not Jack Ryan. Uh -huh. But everybody thinks that, right? Now, as currently played, mm -hmm. Jack Ryan is a special ops guy mm -hmm. or a, a CIA more field guy. And it, it's excellent, mm -hmm. but it is a little bit veering away from the source material. They they kind of updated it because the Cold War is over. Right. Is it? But Vladimir would have anything on it. was over. Right. So I will say this the guy that I would, the, the other character that I think, would give it a run. There's another Jack. Reacher. Jack Reacher, okay. Yep. I had this. And, and and it's his ability to be on the the character's ability to be on the fly, being able to switch identities like and blend in with the crowd as like he you know, they'd be dead to rights, surrounded by all whoever, and then still manage to get Wait, frankly, Tom Cruise played the first two, and I will honestly say that I preferred him in those roles than I did him playing in Mission Impossible. Like, those seemed, as crazy as it would seem, seemed more believable to me. Right. Now, I I've read that the series has been excellent, mm -hmm. and that the actor playing him in the series is more true to the books. Apparently... Jack Reacher in the books is just huge. Right. He's like this big, massive man. And then they had Tom Cruise playing him. And he's like, like, Tom Cruise is like five, seven and a half. If that. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
he's the perfect guy to play Ma- Maverick because he fits in a cockpit. Right. <laughs> like, you don't have big dudes flying jet planes. No, you don't. <laughs> no, no, you're not. You're, you're exactly right about that. Now, I will say that there's a whole group of guys mm-hmm. and girls mm-hmm. that are they're what James Bond should aspire to be. And that would be. And that would be the Kingsman. Namely, Harry. Elliot is tying off at the moment and injecting himself with. I think Not the Kingsman. Absolutely the Kingsman. They are masters of tactics. They're the master of brooding. That's what they all are. The Kingsmen? They're all masters of brooding. Thank you, Kat, Patty. I think that the Kingsmen have the elegance and style to rival James Bond and are better the secret part of being a secret agent. Because <laughs> nobody knows they even exist as a group, let alone individuals. I always felt that Kingsman was a prequel to the James Bond anyway. Well, you were mistaken, and that's okay. I mean, British British, British brooding. British brooding? British, British <laughs> society. BBS. You want to watch a British movie, you can't have a British movie without somebody brooding. And nobody does it better than the Brits. I mean, the Brits have that locked stock and barrel. Oh, God. Chester was just like, just brooding for no reason. Just sitting, sunny day in the Bahamas. You know, beautiful woman right behind the side, still brooding. Exactly. Real quick through our list, just say better or worse, the same. I'll have to go with you on that one. Okay, I'm going to go with better. John Mason. Who was that again? The Rock. Oh, yeah, yeah, Sean Connery. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think he's better than James Bond. Nobody knew him. Yeah. Black Widow. Bond. Uh, Yeah, as Nick Fury. Bond. Phil Coulson. Phil. Phil. Definitely Phil. Michael Knight. Push. To push. <laughs> Nobody knew him, but his stakes were also super low. Right. <laughs> yeah. Ethan Hunt. Bond. Really? I prefer Bond, but I think Ethan Hunt's the better at the secret part of being a secret agent. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Harry from the Kingsman? You're saying Kingsman? I'll go with it. I'm Bond. <laughs> Austin Powers. <laughs> Bond. We found the one that Bond's better than. Right. <laughs> Oh, boy. And last but not least, oh, no, we got Jack Ryan. I think he's better at it than Bond. And finally, Jason Bourne. And don't forget, that's an equalizer. Oh, the equalizer. And both of them are better than Bond. Yes, I mean, definitely, I think Jason Bourne may be the number one in that, like I said, he doesn't even know who he is. How's anybody else gonna? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right, right. So, <laughs> like I said, the fa- my, my favorite scene in any of the Equalizer movies was when he walked into the Russian Mafia's, like, office. All those guys didn't know that he was a secret agent. He was just certainly just trying to give them money to take the lady. This- but again, was he actually, and this is, this is where it gets tricky with some of these guys we mentioned. Uh-huh. He wasn't actually a secret agent. He was called in to rescue a lady from being kidnapped. It wasn't like government state level stuff. Yeah, but when he went when he went to by the time he gets to say to he's he's back re enlisted as that. 
but he never stopped maintaining the practice. The that's where the hints were all in. Like he had his wife had gotten killed, and he had taken time off and stepped away from it. But he didn't really stop doing the work. Hence the reason why, like, okay, come to find out that this Russian mob has actually had bigger roots into the community than just her. And like I said, so he walks into that room just trying to take care of her, and he didn't even know really what all they were to, but nevertheless, he ends up taking out a whole room of guys and timed himself doing it. Timed himself. And the whole movie, they never saw they, they 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 were never they never figured out who he was at all ever, which was like and he was like said this is like every guy would love to be able to do that, but you actually are doing it. So yeah, um, but I don't think James Bond could do that though. I mean, like, I, I, he could it, yes, he could probably take out a room of guys, but they would know that he was him when he walked into the room. That was an equalizer. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, thank you for listening to this episode of This Podcast is None of Those Things. Check us out on Facebook. Let us know who you think is a better secret agent than James Bond. Check us out on Facebook at None of Those Things and the Dirty Dina Studio Facebook group. Check us out on Instagram at This.Those. Check us out on Twitter at This underscore Those. Coming up next episode is going to be the greatest rock band of all time tournament start we will be bringing in a third person and we will be doing two votes to move on so we look forward to bringing that to you guys and until then thank you again and we will see you next time